0: Man, if there's one thing that's made a huge difference in my life, it's learning how to focus, learning how to remove distractions. And phones are about the most distracting thing that we own. There's a constant stream of notifications that we receive. And every time you get a notification, it's very tempting to check it which disrupts your focus. That's why I tell you, if you're trying to use an app to keep yourself organized, good luck with that. Go back to pen to paper. When you take pen to paper, when you're using a day planner, it keeps you focused. And research shows that when you write things down, like in your own handwriting, it's a much more effective way of retaining and actually subconsciously working on things because the physical act of writing actually requires mental effort. It actually requires focus and it kind of encodes that information deeply in your memory so it's crazy how you can just write things down and you don't even realize subconsciously you've already gone to work on those things that is why i created a company called push journal we have notebooks for journaling and we've got day planners we've got day planners that allow you to track your health progress and we've got day planners that just have tons of pages for doodling and note taking whatever your physical writing needs we've got them and they're really cute they're adorable Get organized, reduce the chaos, and enjoy more freedom. Check them out at pushjournal.com. All right, so we're going to break it down. I'm going to break it down for you. I'm going to tell you who we have in place, like what it takes to run the businesses that we have. I'm also going to share with you some of the mistakes that we've made and how this has really transitioned for us in the last three or four years as Brett and I have decided, like, we need to work a lot less, We want to have a lot less stress. We want to do less of the work ourselves and just really empower the people who are around us. But like, how do you get started doing that? I think a lot of people look at top entrepreneurs, especially if you think that they're a solopreneur. There's one person who's kind of front facing and you might assume that they do most of these things themselves and they don't. Man, it is a team And I'm going to break down the teams for each one of our businesses, and I'm going to share with you who's an employee, who's a consultant, and my recommendations, and a little bit about some of the mistakes that we've made in the past. And I'm going to try to break all of this down for you in a quick tip. Hey, thanks for joining this edition of Build Your Tribe. Let's do it. Hi, Shaleen. It's Rachel. I'm just wondering how many people are behind what you're doing. How big is your team the people writing the email content and helping with the design of the journals and all of these streams you have. I'm just curious, how big is your actual team behind all of the stuff you provide for people? I would love to get there. I would love to start with just one. That's what I'm curious about. Rachel, first, thank you so much for the question. And you took the words right out of my mouth. I'm glad you asked this question. I'm also really excited that you said, I just want to start with one. So let me kind of cut to the chase and tell anyone who's listening right now, who's trying to grow a business of any size, you will get there so much faster, so much quicker when you have help. And it's not always about hiring someone as an employee. That's a big step. And it's one that I think most people avoid bringing on part-time temporary help as a consultant which is what you should do. That's what I think the majority of people who are listening right now don't have a team. You need to bring on, Listen, I'm repeat this phrase, part-time, temporary help as a consultant. That does not mean an employee. That does not mean someone who you've got to keep them busy every single week. It means someone who can do pickup work for you because they're doing pickup work for somebody else. And every single person who wants to grow their business faster and bigger and make more money and have less stress, That's just it. You have to do that. And it's a mindset that so few people have the faith to embrace because they're like, I can't do that. I'm not making enough money yet. That's why you're not making enough money yet. Okay, so let me break down before I go off on that rant because I've done that in a couple of different episodes. But let me just tell you right now, I'm going to go over each one of not all, but let's see. I'm going to go over five different streams and break down what that looks like in terms of our team. But let me begin by telling you the way our team looks and how it's structured has changed dramatically, and I'm not saying that everyone needs to do what we are doing. For some, it makes a lot more sense. They're more comfortable having all of these people in-house. They don't want their people to have divided attention. They prefer to have people work in person, in the same state, just focused on just your business or their business, I should say. And we were once like that too. We had headquarters. We've been through so many different transitions. So when we first started, it was a lot of, I would say 50-50. It was like 50-50 in-house, 50% of our team was virtual. And then we shifted to almost, I'd say 80% of our staff was in person and in California. And we had a lot of people doing things, in my opinion, where it was stressful for me thinking, uh uh-oh, we've got to come up with more work for them. Like, there just wasn't enough work to keep them busy, interested, focused. And here's the key word, challenged. Your team members need to be challenged. There's a number of reasons why some people just prefer, as business owners, it feels better for them. They like having everybody in person. They like the camaraderie, the esprit de corps. They like coming together and thinking collectively and everybody kind of working roughly on the same time frame and adhering to HR and the same policies and procedures and group thinking. These things are very, very powerful. So it does depend on your business, number one. Number two, can you get the best people where you are at the best price? Number three, your personality and your goals. I mean, because why did you become an entrepreneur in the first place? And Brett and I would often, when we would talk about the things that were most stressful for us, it was when we had a lot of employees. That was really stressful for so many reasons. If all of these people are working together in the same building, there are personality conflicts. There are personal problems that arise. I mean, when you're working in close vicinity to people every single day, it's very different from just like jumping on a Zoom. And again, there are pros and cons. Is it less personal? Probably. But when it becomes very personal because you're sitting next to or within close proximity of someone for eight hours a day, you know everything about them. You know if they're on a diet. You know if they're going through marital problems. You know if they're not feeling well. You know their politics. You know like everything. And that is a complexity that you just have to decide, Like, are you the right kind of person for that or entrepreneur that wants that? For me, being an empath, it was a lot. Like I felt it. I wanted everyone to be really happy. I wanted everyone to really like each other. I want everyone to treat each other with kindness and respect. And you just can't control that. And that was a lot of stress, way more for me, number one. And, and I think the other reason why it was stressful for both of us is I personally prefer to work wherever I am. And when I am motivated, creative, and my ADHD is in alignment with my focus. So Work environment at the office didn't work well for me. I would go there and be so distracting to everybody else and I was distracted. So then I'm not at the office, which made me feel like a hypocrite, which made me feel very guilty. And then also how do you manage and like create that kind of team environment and the way it needs to be developed and cultivated and to create that culture if you're not there or if you're only there as least amount of time as possible because if you are there... You're disrupting everything. So it just didn't work well for us. And we fought it for so long, so long. And it took some time to dismantle that. Today, I would say the majority of our team is virtual. And I'm going to run through that with you now. I think we only have like maybe five, four, five people who are considered part of our Team Johnson staff. Most notably, my manager, I call her my manager, my life manager, my life organizer, my ADHD manager, and that is Rachel. Some people would call her an assistant, but she is a full time member of our team. And her, so all these businesses I'm about to share with you, she's kind of like on my shoulder with all of these businesses. So I consider her a very important part of each one of these business centers. I can do a whole episode about that. You guys would have to let me know if that's something you would be interested in. I just don't know how many. Of you listening are also very easily distracted and would need that kind of person but it's amazing what she allows me to do because she understands my brain she helps to manage my focus this edition of build your tribe was brought to you by insta club hub what is it it is a membership that means you log in and all of your lessons are there but everything pertains only to instagram full disclosure we don't teach business funnels. We don't teach sales conversions. We don't teach email marketing. That is Marketing Bat Academy. But if you're like, my social media is at the root cause of why my business isn't growing and I know I need to master Instagram, well, you should check it out because we are giving people amazing results, like insane results, because we really have a great time studying this stuff. So check it out. Go to instaclubhub.com right now And we keep you up to date and current. You will grow your Instagram. I promise you that. I just don't know how many of you listening are also very easily distracted and would need that kind of person. But it's amazing what she allows me to do because she understands my brain. She helps to manage my focus. So I'm going to start with our business, the Push Journal business, which is we sell notebooks as well as daily planners for people who are easily distracted. And we have a consultant who does helps me with the designing of the covers. I design all the covers myself. And then I turn over my mock-ups to our graphic designer who is a consultant. And then we also have basically a person who kind of is the program director for Push Journals. And this person is responsible for the Shopify or bringing on somebody part-time, temporary, as a consultant to tweak our Shopify if she can't do it herself. She's in charge of the sales, the promotions, overseeing the emails that get sent out, and overseeing all the other people that come in to do something kind of part-time and temporary. Now, in addition to that, we do have a full-time customer service person that works for Team Johnson who oversees the customer service for Push Journal. Now, we don't have enough Customer service issues for that to keep someone busy full time. So, we are very fortunate that currently our lead customer relations expert, Nicole, she actually does that for Push Journal. She does that for Marketing Impact Academy. She's currently kind of overseeing that in a team of people. I shouldn't say a team, the process, I should say, for Insta Club Hub. Yeah, those three business centers. And there are times where her workload might become so heavy. With one of those business centers, let's say the Marketing Impact Academy, we've just done a launch or something, well, then we're going to bring in additional part-time temporary help to assist her to get through that. But it's great having one person who really understands our brands, our messaging, how we treat our customers, and she's a gem. In addition to that Push Journal, we also have one person who's in charge of all the social media related to Push Journal. We have Brett who does all of the numbers. So he's our CFO and so, yeah, let's see. That would be one, two, three, four, five, six. If you count me and if you count Rachel, that would be seven people working on push journal, but none of us are doing push journal just full time. Almost everyone who I mentioned, including our program director, she is a consultant and she has other businesses that she does this for. Now let's move on to the marketing impact academy. We have a program director who does that full time. She is a consultant as well, and she does her own thing. We have then a director of marketing who's our director of marketing for all of these brands. She's also a consultant. Are you noticing a lot of female names here? Then we have an all-female ad agency. And not only is the director of that ad agency female, but I think every member of her staff is female too. That's fun. Then we also have, with Marketing Impact Academy, it's myself and Brett and Brock. We're kind of like the program... I guess you would say the creators. So we're directors, but we also have a program director for Marketing Impact Academy. We have one person who handles all the social. That's a consultant. We have the same designer that helps us with Push Journal, also helps us with Marketing Impact Academy. That makes it really easy because we don't have enough full-time work to keep them busy with Push Journal, but with all of our other brands, that one consultant can work on these different brands. Also with Marketing Impact Academy, we have copywriters that we regularly work with that's a consultant. I'll tell you what, ChatGPT has saved us a ton of money when it comes to copywriting and emails and just in general. I think it's saved us at least $100,000 this year already. In addition to that, we have somebody who is in charge of all of our affiliates. That is a full-time person on our team. That's a member of our team. She's in charge of the affiliates. For our Marketing Impact Academy launches, you know, those are seasonal. They're not happening all the time. So we don't have enough work for her to be full-time busy with MIA. So she also works for us on ICH, does a little bit with our social media managers. So we've got our social media account reps, I guess you would call them. I forget what everyone's title is, but that person who oversees those people, that person works for us full-time. And then then we've got like lots of temporary part-time consultants who come into MIA when we need them. Maybe we need someone to design a new sales page for us. Maybe we need someone to give us a fresh new cut of a sales video. So again, we use affiliates to help us sending the emails with Keep and Infusionsoft. We love using consultants and I can go through the same scenario with each one of our business centers, but I think you're probably getting a sense that there's a program director for each business center and that person is in charge of like, okay, reporting. What are the numbers? How is this business center doing? Where are we off? Where do we need to improve? Reporting on how the advertising is doing. We have a consultant for almost every one of these business centers who runs our advertising and that person is paid on performance. If their ads aren't making us money then we find somebody new and if they are making us money then it's a win-win then we both make money we bring in consultants who do the copywriting consultants do the design work consultants do our social media management almost everything we do now is with a virtual team on a consultant basis and that includes our investment portfolio. So our investment portfolio is a combination of myself and Brett, our bookkeeper, our financial advisor, our CPA. So even there, even when it comes to investing, there's a team of people, there's a team of advisors, and none of those people that I just mentioned are employees. They're all consultants. So I hope that's encouraging for you. If you're just starting out, don't make the mistake of believing that you have to hire somebody. You should start with a temporary part-time consultant. Just bring on one person. Just bring on one person to help you as a virtual assistant. Just helping you getting your Dropbox organized or getting your emails organized, like setting up some systems. Start with that. We've done a bunch of previous episodes about making that first hire. I will link to those in our show notes. And again, at the top of our show notes, I will put the link where you can leave myself and or Brock a voicemail message. And we'd love to answer your questions here on the show. And when you do that, don't forget to tell us how we can shout you out, either your website or your social media handle, because we just appreciate you listening to the show. Can you do me a favor? Can you send this episode to someone, someone you know? I know you've got friends who are entrepreneurs and they want to live that life too. They don't want to work as hard as they are. They want to make more money. They want to live a lot more freedom. Send them this episode. Would you do that for me? Okay, just hit the share button, text it to them and tell them why you think this would be helpful. If you do that, I am forever grateful in advance. It's my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and be done. We're done. Thanks for being here.